0: hello welcome to episode 75 of Zack king's therapy uh this episode will be going over the wolves loss um and yeah we just watched it and i'm, I'm not that mad about it but you know are deflating uh and with me to go over this loss uh fong
1: yeah, yeah hello uh Overall, I thought the starters really stepped up a lot better this game. Uh, you know, uh, what you call it's not how where like one or two stars uh, had a decent game. I, I think overall the starters had a pretty good game. Uh, of course, you know this was a defense optional game for both sides, in my opinion. Uh, where you know we. Both had, let's see, how many turnovers each side? So we had 14 turnovers overall. Oh, we both matched turnovers. Never mind. But uh, I got to say, our bench kind of slapped off, I got to say. For the first few quarters, uh, there was a stat where uh, we only had seven point seven bench points to like the Timberwolves 37 bench points by like midway third quarter. And I gotta say, with you know, Hassan back and uh Metu uh sitting out at this game, it kinda kinda really whacked the death in my opinion, due to, you know, we kind of fed Hassan a lot more than I would have liked to. I mean, it's not like how we, you know, set up Rashawn for his hook shots. Or, you know, set up Hassan with the, excuse me, set up Rashawn for the baseline, like, way up or dunk. It's just that we, we fed Hassan and, I mean, Hassan did the best he could. It's just, I felt like we could have made a few better plays other than resorting to the bigger man, you know?
0: Okay. Uh, your first point about the bench points. Now, I don't have your specific stat. Um, uh, I think it was something around nine points and then thirty points, or nine points for the Kings bench and then thirty points for the Wolves bench. Yeah. Well, I don't have that stat, but you can look at the bench just off the ESPN stats. They had sixty bench points to our, to our sixteen. So yeah, that's basically kind of the difference of the game. The bench just simply couldn't come through. Terrence Davis, off his 27-point uh, game, basically threw up a bit of a bagel. Only one, only one three for three points. A little too eager to shoot, in my opinion. Like still feeling it from last game. But like you know, as you mentioned, Hassan Whiteside is back, and for some reason, Metu is completely on the bench now. For some reason. Now, I'm just though I've always kind of like lamented the fact that, you know, um, Luke plays the starters so much. Like I always thought he was going to run them into the ground. Well, part of it was because we didn't have much of a bench and also we were trying to win. And, you know, that's fine. You can try and win, you can try and play the starters a lot of minutes. Starters play a lot of minutes this game, by the way. But at the same time, you're trying to win. And you play Hassan? 13 minutes? Like, the the 13 minutes actually isn't as egregious if you didn't have to sit Metu for all those minutes. Why? Hassan is, for the most part, not a positive at all. He was a negative 9 in this game. And, like, you know, Metu could have provided more energy. And this team really lacked a lot of energy. Granted, the starters played well, but... On offense, but not on defense. And you could have used a little bit more defensive energy from Metsu. Just give the team a different look. Why in the hell, Luke, are you playing Hassan that many minutes and sitting down Metsu? This is the kind of shit that, like, I c- it's hard to defend Luke for like what is the point of playing Hassan he has no future with this team he's not he's painful to watch he's not exactly good out there he stands in the paint almost exclusively gets a block every now and then but it's nothing but it's never like you it's never like much like oh he really helps this team not really he helps a little bit and then hurts you a, a lot more and it's always the story with Hassan and just also on offense you run the post of him as so many times now granted he did score a few times but then he turned it over has you know clunky moves and just stops the and he's not a good passer from there so and he's going to shoot that ball so like no one's a no one's afraid to double down on him not being afraid to you know actually pass it out so like what is the point luke this is the kind of shit that should get you fired like other like sure, the Kings King's Twitter will complain about this, like complain about the corey Joseph minutes. These are way more egregious. And again, sitting down Metsu for no reason. Hell, place Chris Silva ahead of him. Play Robert Wooder. Anything so I don't have to keep watching Hassan or the offense and the defense run through Hassan for some reason.
1: Uh, yeah, Hassan in reality really didn't help us defensively at all either. Like we, we still had the, like, smaller guys, like, uh, whatchamacallit, what's his name? Uh, Jordan McLaughlin. McLaughlin, yeah. McLaughlin, sorry, uh, for butchering his name, but he he just, I remember he just freaking laid it up on Hassan, like it was nothing. Like, it wasn't, It, it yeah, like you said, it's hard to watch. Like, sure, his stats seem decent by the eye, but just watching him from a fans perspective he he shouldn't be out there at all and i totally agree that we should have played to even silva or even woodard i i like what uh what woodard is going for uh in this team hopefully sometime in the future but my gosh those three guys would have totally made a bigger difference than what hassan has had with us in the whole season combined
0: Yeah, so, again, this is the kind of shit that should get Luke fired. Not playing, like, you know, Kojo back in the day. I didn't mind the Kojo minutes. It's playing, like, this kind—it's doing this. Like, playing Hassan Whiteside 13 minutes, like, over Metu's 13 minutes. Or, like, you know, spread that out somehow. Like, you can't find minutes for, like, other guys somehow? Like, and, of course, the bench didn't perform, like, at all this game. And, you know, a lot of that is, you know, on the other guys, but— again, the Hassan, as soon as Hassan checked in, you could see, like, energy change, and it was not good, and, yeah, this is, this, I don't, this is not the end of the world, of course, like, you know, it's not, you don't have to, you know, you know, sell all your king stock, although you probably should at this point, but, like, you know, it's not the end of the world that you lost to the Wolves. I remember the Pelicans lost to the Wolves earlier in the season without Delo, and, you know, that was probably more egregious than this, but, like, yeah, you lost to the Timberwolves, who have, you know, 11 wins, 12 now because they beat us. Like, this is the kind of shit that's just inexcusable. And as I mentioned, you were saying, like, oh, we, go- oh this is going to be easy game for us last episode, right? Right? No. Yeah. No games are easy for the Kings. Kings are just simply not talented enough to actually be able to say any of that. And the way that they've been playing, like, if De'Aaron Fox isn't scoring 40 points a game... This team this team doesn't have the defense to fall back on. It doesn't have, like, you know, a reliable offense outside of Fox. And, you know, the issues are—this game just shows you the issues. Like, when the bench—like, DeLon Wright didn't have a great game. Terrence Davis didn't have a great game. And again, you, you played Hassan Whiteside for some reason. Like, without Fox out there, it's just—there's no offense. No, of course, no defense to fall back on. So you just end up with, you know, a lot of nothing and just a pathetic looking team that's apparently trying to make the play-in. Like, this is not the kind of energy you need. And somebody needs needs to step up and just say something in the locker room because this is bullshit. And we have to watch this garbage.
1: You know, I actually have no more comments about this game anymore because it's – I'm already sick and tired of Having to watch first, second, third, fourth quarter of, yeah, like you said, nothing. I I just wish we somehow bounced back sometime, but I am not expecting any more, whatchamacallit, you know, we definitely can't win this game type moments anymore.
0: Uh, You say that now, don't, don't worry. Next game, you'll be back in it. But like, (laughs) it's, this is the kind of bullshit effort that just, you know, let's, that, that's basically, this basically sums up the entire Kings season. The roller coaster, you know, set, you know, was it five wins in a row, then all of a sudden four game, four game losing streak. This is the kind of shit that the Kings need to fix. And we've been talking about it all season and it's just not, and this is not happening. I don't know if like a top 10, like, you know, if a top four pick will actually solve any of these issues, because this is a this is a stain on the on the organization, on the team. That's just not going away. Like The Kings do need to make another change. I know like the bench bringing like DeLon, bringing Terrence Davis that did something and there was a and that was a bit of a honeymoon phase. But now it's time to kind of look back and like just, you know, you, you need a leader. Like, Fox is a pretty good leader on his own, but you need a kind of Draymond Green to, to the Steph Curry for this team. Like, you need that asshole. You need that guy who gets up in your face and when well, you don't make the rotation. Is that guy Rashawn? I hope that guy's Tyrese. Tyrese has shown, like, some moments of frustration with, his, with, you know, the team. And maybe he's that guy next year. But Like, as it stands, they need some sort of emotional leader that can hold the team like other you know the other uh, teammates accountable on defense.
1: Yeah, and sadly Hounding we'll get that guy anytime soon. Hopefully next season, but you know I'm not going to get my hopes up yet until we actually see some progress.
0: Yeah, um I mean I, I mean I believe they will get someone. But you know that's just me with looking at it from rose-colored sunglasses. So we shall see. But yeah, a pretty deflating loss. Is it the end of the world? No. But when you lose the Timberwolves, it's hard not to. It's hard not to think that way. And you know, it's not the worst thing in the world to be in the lottery again. So you know, and honestly, like you know, making the play-in, like it's not really the playoffs. So and. Know, what's it worth but the kings need to somehow finish strong somehow because this is sad to watch and like look look you gotta bring it if you're gonna be talking about making the play and you better like start making the plays that are needed to win games like this like this this should not have been a close game at any point but they made it a close game and at the end you know d just kind of closed it out like he you know, coming off of knee surgery, of course he was going to have a good game against the Kings. It's a great time to, you know, get back into rhythm when you play against the Kings.
1: <sighs> yep, that's for sure. Well, our next game will be against Detroit on Wednesday. And I believe that is, let me check the time real
0: quick. It should be at 7, because I, I know it's at Golden One Center.
1: It is yes, indeed 7 p.m. Pacific, and uh, yeah, I'm I could already see some uh, players from that team uh, going off against us with our defense as well.
0: Yeah, so we shall see. Um, again, like I'll try and stay positive. Like again, not the end of the world. And of course, and of course, like De'Aaron Vox had a great game, but everyone else had a pretty subpar game. Like you know. So again, the bench didn't come through. The starters, partic- well, the starters were fine, buddy. I just can't really stand him missing open shots the way he does. Like mm-hmm. that's the only thing I have to, you know, speak about him. But yeah, like the the team let De'Aaron off or let De'Aaron down this game because he was the one who was attacking and creating and just wasn't enough to carry this team. And yeah. that's unfortunately that's where the Kings kind of start and end, unfortunately.
1: Yep, definitely with his 15 free-throw attempts, uh, made 13. And uh, yeah, the commentators from Minnesota were pretty right about Buddy. Streaky with uh, can make a couple straight, and it'll be a drought for potentially a whole quarter until he makes another. But... That's all NBA
0: players, but sure. <laughs> like, no, like they called, they said feast or famine, and uh, that that's perfectly that perfectly describes Buddy Heel. Sure, when you're winning, it's and then he's hitting shots, fine. But when you're losing, don't ever count on him to actually make crucial shots, is what I've learned. And unfortunately, he missed a lot of crucial ones this game, even though he yeah. did have six threes. Yep. <sighs> all right. Well, sorry to kind of you know crap all over the Kings party, but we just had to sit through a pretty painful game. So yeah, forgive us for being a little bit on the downside. Yeah.
1: Don't worry. We'll still follow the Kings and yeah, we'll just have higher hopes. I mean, I still have high hopes about the Detroit game, to be honest. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We shall see. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later.